0: Hey guys, welcome to the Sip it and Rip it Podcast. I'm the puss. This 240 pounds of grade A American beef right here. AKA the Dairy Delight. We're just gonna move it on over for him today.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I in fact am a cow with no udders. Um yeah. <laughs>
0: You can find us on Instagram <laughs> at likelotopuss <laughs> and at uh, you can't really the say can... okay, I was about to say, You can't say dairy delight because then they'll find that restaurant. They'll be like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> More seriously, you can find me at ZG Summer Shredding Journey, Um and uh, you can find him at Nathan Schedio's. You can find the podcast at, at Sip It and Rip It. Give it a listen. Give us uh, five stars. Uh,
2: five stars on five Spotify. stars on
0: Spotify. I'm still cracked up by
2: <laughs> the introduction that took oh, it, us like five minutes to get through.
0: <laughs> How many times we attempted this, this if you wanna see
2: if you wanna see all the bloopers, let us know and we'll release them and I will actually get my ass together and put those reels out because they're really funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> it's mostly just us laughing.
0: <laughs> yep. Hopefully this podcast won't go extinct. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna milk it, all it for all it's worth. yeah there you go <laughs> uh. oh man that's utterly really ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> oh I
2: kind of feel like I wish a meteor would just hit us
0: <laughs> oh, oh god
2: alright uh so, I, I think we spent all the time we had on, like, small talk here.
0: Jim, um, this week? No, drinks. Oh, yeah, drinks. talk about our drinks. Let's talk about our first experience <laughs> first. Oh, yeah. So, uh, a friend of mine was kind enough to gift the liquor to us today. Mm. Um, he gave us two things. He gave us a very, very fine bottle of uh, of uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Um Which we're drinking it on an old-fashioned of right now, and it was great. But (laughs) he also gave us some moonshine cherries that are made with homemade moonshine. And we cracked the top off these things, and they just smelled like cherries. You can't tell there's no alcohol in them. Yeah, it smelled like cherries with cherry juice. Until you ate one, and then you immediately felt like you just swallowed jet fuel. (laughs) 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 And uh, we may or may not... uh, I mean, Nathan likes to blame my inability to give an introduction today on the fact that (laughs) I had the jet fuel cherry, but, uh, but they were good. Um, I guess Um, if you like, if you like, if you like flammable things, (laughs) if you like feeling
2: your mouth explode, like as soon as you bite into the cherry and the alcohol hits your mouth, it's like, Oh God, I'm on fire now. That's about the experience that I had. Yeah. That's, uh, um, my eyes were watering,
0: but in in lieu of that, we have made a uh, strawberry old fashioned with, uh, the Woodford Double Oak, and it's uh, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's not, it's bad. not bad. We drink a lot of old fashioned on the show. Apparently, we're just whiskey drinkers. I mean, that's, <clears throat> I started
2: with rum, like that was my go to because it was a little easier to drink. And then I got into, I think it was Maker's Mark was the first. Maker's is eat. a
0: really good introduction. To I think
2: so drink. too, because it's really smooth and it's uh, tasty. So,
0: yeah, I drink a lot of Woodford, but uh, my favorite will forever and always be Basil Hayden's. We need to do a Basil Hayden's cocktail one day. Maybe we need to make some sidecars. Have you ever had a whiskey sidecar? I'll do that one day.
2: I know. I know. I had a car bomb at
0: your. I think no, that's, it was, that's was it the, Austin's birthday party. Uh, his bachelor bachelor party. party. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, those things are a little bit rough, and I'm not sure those are PC, bud. Our <laughs> <Irish> car bombs.
2: <laughs> I mean, are, I, I don't know if people would think we're very PC, no, we're considering the, the last episode that we had and the
0: one upcoming. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here. Um, oh well. Yeah. I guess we're. <laughs> I guess we're just too conservative, just a couple old dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh god. Oh. I guess y'all can prepare yourselves for uh Thank you. Thank you. for uh, a pretty uh healthy serving of uh cow and dinosaur jokes. <laughs>
2: You think they're going to grill us? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, if this hasn't turned off you by this point, then uh, thank you. You're one of our supporters, <laughs> one We're of just... our Advent listeners. Yep. So uh, now that we've we've gotten that out of the way. It's not out of the I'm way. Not it's to... not out of the no, way. No, there's going to be more jokes tonight. Jim, this week, what's been going on?
0: Uh, I actually had a pretty good gym week considering the amount of pain I've been in. Um, I did Tom Platts' leg workout yesterday. I'm still standing.
2: Yeah, that's impressive. Um,
0: Dom's is setting in. I've gotten progressively sore as yeah. as as, uh, but uh, I'll tell you this. It's bad enough that I, a 500-plus-pound squatter, um it's 12 sets of 20, and it's supposed to all be on the barbell. Mm-hmm. Of the 12 sets I did, I did nine sets of body weight, (laughs) unweighted squats.
3: I did, uh, two sets
0: with an empty barbell and one set with a 25 on the bar. Are
2: you going to try and do all of it with an empty barbell next time or?
0: I think I'm going to try all with an empty barbell across the board next time, um, but it was brutal. I mean, the rest of it was pretty easy. I didn't have a hack squat, so I did. I did substitute for wall sets, and wall sets are pretty brutal if you haven't done those in a while. It's
2: pretty. Were you not in Hartsel?
0: No, I had to do it in, uh, at Alpha yesterday. Okay. So um uh the hamstring curl and the leg extensions weren't too bad. Um, but man, that twelve sets of twenty. Yeah, I know.
2: I think I. I mean, I hate doing five sets of twenty on like the leg extensions and stuff. I can't imagine trying to do twelve. There's
0: something honestly. There there comes a point where it becomes cathartic. <laughs> way. It really does. I know you think I know you kinda of think I'm crazy, but like it, it, it really does. After about the sixth set, when you get ahead about halfway through, everything hurts so goddamn bad.
2: It just don't matter anymore. It just about don't matter.
0: <laughs> but funny. uh me and my friend who's a, who's a, a listener, Grady Malone, uh decided to do that and uh I found it and talked him into it. He didn't he, he should have protested harder than he did. <laughs> But uh, we attempted that, and uh, i tell you what, man, it would have been really brutal if we had had access to a hack squat.
2: Yeah.
0: To have to go five sets of 15 on hack squats after, you know, <laughs> yeah. 240 reps of back squat would have been.
2: I already hate my, my four sets of 20, or is it, it's five sets of 20 on hack squat. I already hate that, so I can't imagine doing that after 12 sets of 20. Squats. Well,
0: listen, it's not like I, can, I can't load. I probably can't load 315 on the bar and do sets of 10 right now because of my hips. So, yeah. like. Volume is kind of my best friend right now. It's the only it's way true. my legs are going to grow at the moment. So that is true. Um, just do what I can. So that's one reason why I wanted to do it. And I, it was fucking rough. I can tell you that much. It was fucking rough. <laughs> but, uh, so what did you do?
2: Um, just I'm probably I'm rolling back like 10 minutes now. But if you're listening and you're not watching or you have no idea what's going on, <laughs> we're in uh, we're in uh, some pajamas yeah, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a Triceratops onesie. <laughs> and I'm in a cow onesie. So just in case you're listening and we're like, what the fuck are they laughing about so much? That, that's what we're That's what's wrong about. with us. <laughs> There's there definitely something wrong with us. Anyway, the gym. Um, it was my week one. So I did. I did 515 for eight on deadlifts, which was OK. Uh, it didn't feel too bad. Three fifteen for eight on bench. And side note: there, Austin Blair on his vacation decided he was going to do three fifteen for ten. Just ten? Well, you know, just just more than me. I thought he was going to stop at nine. Did he nine. do
0: multiple sets though?
2: I have no idea. He just posted that one, that one video of him doing three fifteen. That's for 10. cheesy,
0: bro. I thought you were an MMA fighter or something. Now
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is saying something about trying to get in jujitsu, but uh. Well, yeah, just a just a little side note there. I'll be going for three forty five for eight in two weeks. So if you're listening, Austin, that's your cue to load up three forty five and hit it for ten. Do you think you can? <laughs>
0: he'll find he, he'll find a way to try. <laughs> oh, uh, for
2: sure, for sure. Especially if I if I poke him on it, um, poke him on it, poke him on it. <laughs> Oh, shit. And uh, squats, 4.05 for 8. And they felt like trash and my lower back was fried, but we're still trying to fix that. So we'll fix it one day, or I will no longer have a low back, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's a good thing you didn't uh, have to bail that squat and end up on your ass. It have been ground beef. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm on my drink now. <laughs> don't you love how i try to keep myself from saying it (laughs) oh i I can see it in your face and i knew you were gonna say it so i was just
2: waiting patiently i was like i know i know you got something so let's just go ahead and get it out there oh man uh you got pr songs
0: yeah, um, I got one at least. Um, I have to grab my phone. Just brought one today, but I, man, I've listened to this song six or seven times today, and I told Sandy at some point today, I was like, I think I might go to Heart Soul like in the middle of the night when, every, when I get everything done just to lift because of this song. But loyal to none by Kublai Khan. Song fucking rips. Uh, I have listened to it literally all day, and it's so rare for me to do that <laughs> with a hardcore or metal song. Um, but man, that song's fucking good.
2: I think I have a hardcore song too actually which is kind of yeah um so it's called uh junkie sprite by the last 10 seconds of life i haven't put that on there already it's 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 pretty hardcore
0: we got last Um, 10 seconds of life but i don't think we have that song
2: okay i'd be surprised if it wasn't that one if we haven't on there unless it was something you picked because that's like my favorite like
0: i think we have a song or two of them on there but i'm pretty sure it's not that one Hmm. may have been me to put it on there because i do listen to them some too so
2: Either way, it's a good song, and and that's been on my rotation here lately. So hell
0: yeah.
2: So if it's not already on there, it should be on there. And if it is already on there, kudos to me in the past for putting it on there. But shame on me in the future for not knowing that I put it on there already.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I'm uh, n- nothing from that album yet. I don't think, but uh, that I would put on the PR song uh, PR playlist. But uh, really excited about the new Acacia Strain a- album that we're getting here in the next several weeks. Should be fucking awesome.
2: They always put out good stuff. They always good.
0: They always put out good stuff, and then uh, the child in me will not allow me to not listen to it. But uh, I can tell you certifiably that the new Metallica record sucks. Oh man, seventy two seasons. Um, I saw it on Spotify, and good. I was just kind of like, mm. and when it sucks because I think the last one they actually got a little bit closer to being them again. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of liked uh, uh, Moth into the Flame and uh, and. Uh, hardwired and all that shit was actually kind of, kind of fucking went hard. And now this shit's like load or reload era Metallica. Nah. Like it's nah. pretty, pretty fucking weak. Like yeah. I'm sure every, every, all you part-time Metallica fans that listen to <laughs> more fucking Cody Johnson than you do real music. Uh, I'm sure y'all will like it fine because you have bad fucking taste, but <laughs> let's be honest. Your, your favorite Metallica song is probably inter Sandman. You, you know,
2: yeah. And probably. they listen to it on the radio, like every yep. day. And-
0: yeah. When they're editing their grinder accounts and everything else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. so oh, shit, I just lost it. Oh, so. Something is really interesting. Just because you brought it up. Because Metallica is an 80s band. If, I, if I'm remembering this right. From where we are now. To the 90s. Is what. The 90s. Or the like the early 2000s to the 70s and 80s was like oldies. So now like Metallica would actually be considered oldies?
0: Yeah, I mean like yeah, listen, I mean you can listen to like Nirvana and Pearl Jam on classic rock stations now. Yeah. So like and a lot of that shit came out after all the seminal Metallica records, mm-hmm. after the first four and Justice for All was what 1989 and then um mm-hmm. uh, the Black Album which is basically if you're a real Metallica fan, you consider that to be the death of Metallica. Um, Black album came out in ninety or ninety one, right?
2: So it was just a couple of years later. So yeah, yeah. so
0: like, uh, yeah, that's Metallica pretty.
2: How oldies now?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's. Well, thirty Metallica. I was born in eighty nine and I'm thirty four, so I mean, it's a long ass fucking time ago. So, yep, it's hard to believe one of my favorite records of all the time, being Master of Puppets, is older than I am.
2: When did that come out? Eighty
0: five or eighty six? Okay,
2: I was thinking eighty four, but.
0: Uh, Kill 'em all was 81, and I don't remember. Okay, Okay. I always thought Kill 'em
2: all was in like 79.
0: It might have been written by that point, but at that point, Dave Mustaine still would have been in the band. But I think the Metallica release is probably 81. It might have been 80, but I think it's 80
2: 81.
0: Yeah. How do you feel feel
2: about that? About how Metallica kicked Dave Mustaine out kind of just like out of nowhere as soon as they got signed? How do you feel Uh, about that? I know this is kind of like a real random tangent. Yeah, but. so,
0: um, as a musician, I do think Megadeth is a more, much more talented group of men. Um, much more talented players and stuff like that. As just a metalhead in general, that early Metallica stuff is so violent, where Megadeth stuff is not near as vile and near as violent and near as, like, there's just a soul about that old Metallica mm-hmm. stuff that just isn't there. And, uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of A lot of Kill Them All, a lot of those riffs end up on the first Megadeth record, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of carryover, but uh, Dave's a better musician, so, I mean, I I can't think of, when I think of Metallica, I never think of Kirk Hammett. I think of James Hetfield and Cliff Burton.
2: Yeah, that's I never think
0: about Kirk Hammett and Lars Ulrich.
2: Lars is kind of like the most generic drummer to ever exist.
0: (laughs) And I know James Hetfield's cheesy and all now, and, you know, his, his voice got gradually cheesier and cheesier, but... That dude's a fucking man, and to think that dude's somebody's grandpa just fucking blows my mind. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? <laughs> that guy's guy, guy fucking awesome. Hatfield's one of my all-time favorite people. Um, and Metallica is too, but but uh, you know, I think I do think that they stand stand alone. And I actually am pretty grateful because I'm a pretty big fan of both bands. That's fair. Um, Megadeth has been consistently better than Metallica.
2: They release albums that are much more similar to their old stuff. Like yeah, it still albums. when you
0: listen to a, mega, a new Megadeth record, it still feels like you're listening to Megadeth. Yeah,
2: whereas I Metallica kind of just like they. I understand wanting to like change it up and like doing different stuff, right? Like Post
0: Black album, they're, they're a cock man. They're like yeah. it's like fucking listening to Creed. Past- <laughs> I
2: don't know if it's that bad. It's not that though. bad,
0: but like it's. it's
2: but I understand yeah, what absolutely. you mean,
0: and I think I honestly think that they ushered in uh, the worst era in metal music ever, with the exception of maybe pretty much with the exception of Slipknot and the Deftones. Mm-hmm. That bad. 90s Metallica shit ushered in new metal, and that shit's the reason why we have bands like Disturbed, and that fuck that fucking sucks.
2: (laughs) I think you are the sole reason why I listen to less Disturbed, just because I hear you shit on them all the time. I used to listen, I used to listen to them all the time. I was also a lot younger.
0: That uh, that first album is one of the cheesiest, most atrocious things. Um. That it, I've ever heard before.
2: In my it kind of got me into metal. Well, it was really their third album that really kind of like got me introduced into like more rock stuff. So yeah. it was it was that and uh, Ride the Lightning and Kill Switch Engage. Actually, it was kind of like yeah. a very very aggressive turn. Like, yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was a kid, I loved Godsmack.
2: Yeah. Was oh yeah, I listened the, to them a handful too.
0: of the early Godsmack albums. Were okay, um, and some of those are I wouldn't say that I enjoy it, but they're listenable. Right. Um, they find their way on gym playlists all the time. And I think that's odd because to me, that's not heavy music, yeah, it's, but, uh, but it's that's not gritty, the worst. And then, right? you know, as a bass player, I listen to the Shadow Limp Biscuit and I kind of still, I even downloaded the new album. <laughs> First of all, the new album has, has one guitar lick on it that makes you want to run through a goddamn wall. Um, that's all, so it's a, it's a main, it's the main guitar, lick and out of style and that, that, that riff kick so much ass <laughs> that you almost forget about how bad the rest of the song is. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it brought in, now it's an era I grew up with, but it probably u- ushered in the worst era of metal music. Do you hate Static X? I hate Static X. Oh, hate Wayne Static. Oh, um, man. He's, that stuff was he's much... so bad. Um, but, uh, me I mean, right. we did, you know, the good thing is we did get, we did get Deftones and Slipknot out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Slipknot's pretty... For radio friendly metal, it's it's still pretty fucking heavy.
2: Yeah. You know. I think I think we've kinda also gotten to a point where people are more accepting to play heavy stuff on the radio.
0: That's probably true. Um, yeah.
2: especially like in other countries, I think it was Australia. They actually had like their version of America's Got Talent or whatever. And there was this lady that came on and I can't remember what metal song she was like singing, but it was like
0: uh, it was, uh, heavy. Was it not a uh, Spirit Box song or Courtney LePlant singing? She did not cover one of those. I don't.
2: I don't remember. But
0: you know, like Behemoth, like top ten Billboard charts in Europe most of the time when they debut. Um, Protest the Hero from Canada. You know, they've they're not even internationally a really big band. Is really they're pretty much main success pretty much limited to their home country of Canada, Mm -hmm. and they chart like America's got a bad. America has really bad fucking taste. Specifically, in entertainment music, it's it's incredibly bad. And I like a lot of rap. It's the problem is it's the the type people, of rap yeah people people aren't seeking out like good rap like people not everybody's listening to Kendrick Lamar and Killer Mike and uh and like old shit um and there's plenty of new new shit that's good Tyler the Creator is fucking awesome like I said Kendrick Lamar shit like that but people just don't seek out take the time to seek out good music
2: yeah it's mostly just like mumble rap and like just garbage
0: it is man and, you know I admit that there's a future song or two I like but like Man, that shit sucks. Like, Drake sucks. Like, it's it's fucking, I mean, it's fucking bad. Like, it's not real rap at all. Like, um, I don't know, growing up on, like, Biggie and Wu-Tang and shit like that is pretty, I think it's, we're pretty fucking far removed from what rap was and originally intended to be.
2: What about like, 36 mafia.
0: Three six mafia is fucking awesome. Right? <laughs> okay. but you know, like when Wu Tang started, you know, like their first like three or four records, they refused to. I mean, well, not three or four records, um, because they did it like as a collective. So even their individual things has other move, members of Wu Tang on it. But you know, like listen to Thirty Six Chambers. They intentionally didn't have a hook in any of their any of their songs. Like it was just one rapper's verse, the next rapper's verse, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was it was kind of fucking awesome. You know, it was uh, it was about their lives, and it was. A good story, stuff like that, and what some of the better things about rap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, we're pretty. F- Biggie's awesome storyteller. People say that about country music, right? Like, and I'll admit, better country music typically is fronted by somebody that tells a better story. You think about like Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Cash wasn't a good musician or a good singer, but Johnny Cash told a story. Right. Um, Biggie was like that. Biggie told a story. Wu Tang t- 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 told a story. Kendrick Lamar tells a story. Uh, fucking. Migos and Future, not they don't fucking tell stories. Drake doesn't tell. A, if he tells one, he doesn't tell a good story. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not compelling. You know what I mean? So yeah. it just is what it is. So I think music's pretty... People are pretty sad, but, you know, I think that, you know, the rest of the world's a little bit better than we are, to be honest with you. They still appreciate music as an art and not just, um, you know.
2: Sound. Yeah. Background music for their TikTok videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Fucking bullshit. TikTok getting... Band in Massachusetts? I feel
0: like, uh, I, I feel like uh, no, uh, Montana. Montana. Yeah, it's a long way from being banned in Massachusetts, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got remember which. Yeah, I sure uh, remember hearing
2: one of them.
0: One of those things. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we're pretty, even pop music, I think we're pretty far away from what it used to be. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, I think about like uh, like early seminal like Ma- Ma- uh, Madonna records are just mm-hmm. uh, honestly fucking awesome. As, even from a musician standpoint, they're fucking awesome. And to think we have traded that for. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift at least writes her own music. But we've traded that
2: That's fair. I mean we have traded, that. we, have traded we
0: have traded that for some pretty fucking bad
2: Nicki Minaj. Uh,
0: I'm not gonna shit on Nicki completely. I'm a pretty big fan of Doja Cat and I'm also a pretty big fan of uh Cardi B actually cracks me up and I think she's actually super talented. But uh but it's still it was a good point though. We're pretty fucking far removed from even what pop music was. I mean, I don't like the Beatles, but we're pretty fucking far removed from the Beatles being pop
2: right. music like yeah
0: it's true pretty goddamn far removed like even even music i don't like we're so far removed from what it used to be like country music like is light years different from
3: waylon jennings and johnny cash and willie nelson
2: yeah just
0: blows my fucking mind Is what it is
2: that was a long-ass tangent <laughs> from from going from how do you feel about Dave Mustaine being kicked guess, out
0: well to, I'll tell you this is a good transition I guess uh, I guess you know today's you know popular music can identify as good music if it wants to <laughs>
2: because
0: they're 2023 and we can be anything we want to be like uh, Nathan can be a cow and I can be a triceratops
2: <laughs> right today I am a cow tomorrow I don't think I'll be a cow though
3: I might change my mind about being a triceratops or I might not yeah
2: you go to the gym as a triceratops
0: yeah does not got me feeling awful. Horny. Because <laughs> I have three of them. Three horns. It's a horn joke. <laughs> and the podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> we're done, we're clocking out, going home.
2: I'm already home. But thank you guys so much for listening.
0: <laughs> it is Uh-oh. what it is. So, unfortunately, we get to talk about a continuation of the last episode. Yep. Um... I'm trying
2: to pull up that stuff that I sent you so I can kind of like. He's, he's read pulling off
0: up facts, but pretty much what we're talking about is the state of Minnesota has basically uh, ordered the USAPL to cease operation in the state because they said that they did not want transgendered athletes competing in the USAPL, specifically ones that have transitioned from male to female.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just going to read this article uh, from NPR News. Uh, I won't read the whole thing. I, I may... If you want to read the whole thing, just all you literally have to do is type in USAPL Minnesota, and you'll probably see NPR News on there.
0: I will say this, too. While me and Nathan are... We do have opinions on it that you might not have. Um, I do try to let you know these some of these news organizations we read from. Last week, we read from a conservative one. NPR is a liberal news source. Um, they don't necessarily... Neither one of those things necessarily reflect me and Nathan's opinions on it, so... You don't have to grill us, like <laughs> Nathan said earlier, and you don't have to wish an asteroid hits us.
2: Um, yeah, we're but just, uh,
0: but we're just we're just finding relative articles regardless of what side the source may be
2: from. Right. So, all right. So they they uh, start by saying a Ramsey County District Court judge has ruled that USA Powerlifting illegally discriminated against transgender woman who was barred from participating in women's powerlifting competitions. Um, released Monday night. He ordered USA Powerlifting to immediately stop discriminating according to sexual identity and to revise their policies within two weeks. Um, Says here in 2018, J.C. Cooper's request to compete in women's powerlifting was denied by USA Powerlifting officials, told by the organization's medical director that male to female transgenders are not allowed to compete as females in our static strength sport as it is a direct competitive advantage, which I think... Everyone we have talked to so far has agreed that that is factual. Like, there's there's no one that has said, oh, well, you should let them compete anyway. Everyone has said no. That's pretty unfair to let them compete when they've already developed as a man for a period of time.
0: Not, well, not to mention, too, uh, and something kind of a continuation of an idea you and I had, USAPL is a drug-tested federation. Mm-hmm. You know, me and you both both said last week we may be more okay with a transgendered person competing as a female at a non-tested event where the born females can use drugs to
2: to get stronger to, to have, get stronger and um, to equal
0: the playing field yeah. a little bit. Um, so the USAPL being one hundred percent drug tested, I feel like that's
2: it's kind of I mean, fair, right? Like,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they're doing the best they can for themselves, mm-hmm. like, um. And also, aren't they officially tied with the Olympics? Like, uh, no. Uh, so Powerlifting of America is now. Okay. Uh, if you remember, the International Olympic Committee kicked the USAPL out That's because right. supposedly yeah. the USAPL's drug standards were different than the IOC's drug testing standards. Mm-hmm. Um, in reality, the USAPL was actually t- uh, testing more strictly than um, yeah. than other members of the IOC. Uh, but anyway, because it wasn't the same standard... And because USAPL was unwilling to change, they were removed from uh the International Olympic Committee, and now America's entry into that is powerlifting of America. But wasn't BLA.
2: that that was pretty recent, right? That was uh, like that was year? in 2021, 2022. Yeah. Okay. So not twenty eighteen when this was going on.
0: No.
2: So that's that's another thing to consider in twenty eighteen was the Olympics allowing transgendered uh male to female to compete. In female sports. That would
0: have been, been a year for, 2018 would have been a year for Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's an off year, so we wouldn't have uh, had anybody competing in Olympic weightlifting, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another kind of gray area. But as far as I know, the IOC does not allow it. Right. So
2: if, if that's the case, then kind of makes sense, right? Because if, if the IOC doesn't allow transgender, then why would the powerlifting association that is tied to the Olympics allow it?
0: Yeah, I understand that. Um, I will say this though, and and by the way, the IOC governs the World Games, and that's the entry to powerlifting. We know that powerlifting is not a part of the Olympics, Uh, but the International Olympic Committee does govern both the World Games, which powerlifting is a part of, and the Olympics, which Olympic lifting is a part of. So, just just to clarify that, um, I don't know why it would matter. Um, Here's what I keep going back to in my mind: like we can share our opinions about whether or not it's fair. Or anything else. In Minnesota, I don't know if you followed the news the past few years, but Minnesota, there's plenty of fucked up things happening in Minnesota. Um and honestly, I have I have uh opinions on things that have happened in Minnesota that have happened on both sides of the aisle, and I would probably surprise you with with some of uh, some of those things. Um, you know, the George Floyd situation took mm-hmm. place in Minnesota. I'm of the opinion that man did not deserve to die under any circumstances. The, uh, it's not a police's uh, police officer's job to kill anybody if they can avoid it. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't know. Well, it doesn't matter if he was a good man or not. Right. Man shouldn't have died.
2: Yeah. At
0: the hand of a police officer, right? That's not a very popular opinion here in the state of Alabama, especially if you talk to another white person. Right. Um, But uh, that's the fact. Police ain't supposed to fucking kill people.
2: Yeah. The um, only but time, you know, only you know, time like, it's it's supposed to be allowed, right, is if, there's an imminent danger. Right, if a civilian is in imminent danger, or they themselves are in imminent danger.
0: Yeah, that, they that, he wasn't. He was handcuffed and on the ground, so there was really... There was, he wasn't killing nobody. He no. He wasn't harming, harming nobody. And that's I, a, I, doesn't, I, his, his history has nothing to do with it. And oh, by the way, the cop that killed him had a rap sheet longer than George Floyd did. No. So, you know, it just is what it is. But my point with all that, not trying to rehash old news, but my point with mm-hmm. all that is Minnesota has been a fucking just fucking launching pad for some political just fucking bullshit. And we are not talking about something as serious as a man's life being taken mm-hmm. at the hand of a shitty police officer. Right, We're talking about somebody that was born man wanting to compete as a female in a USAPL powerlifting event that's drug tested. Um, everything else. Maybe the way around this is to, is to test for all exogenous hormones including estrogen. Yeah, and not just performance enhancing. I, I mean, because, I like, the because old, then you can say, yeah, you can be transgendered, but
2: right, but you're yeah, you'll, you'll be banned for I'll taking exogenous be, hormones. Yeah, you're gonna be
0: banned for taking exogenous hormones. I mean, I
2: think that just I, I, even if they it's do that,
0: fair though, then if they do that and then they're not taking them,
2: yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, it's <laughs> you know, true, yeah, because
0: then they are literally just a man, you know, yeah,
2: apple. everything about him, like like we just talked about in the the past. Podcast, what happened in Canada? I mean, it's just
0: it's the same thing as just me just deciding I'm competing as a woman today. Yeah, day. yeah.
2: I, I guess the only reason why it would be weird, like, how could they test for estrogen in that? Like, like if if a woman competes, they already have estrogen in their body. So, like,
0: I mean, we already have testosterone in our body, right? They're definitely they're, they're they're testing it for X amount per X amount of blood, so how many ever units per how much ever blood they're testing for. So you can't exceed whatever that number is. You can't exceed so many parts of that hormone per how many ever parts of blood they take.
2: I guess how do you, you, or
0: urine in this case, we're talking about urine tests.
2: Right. Well, how, how do you, how do you manage that number? How do you figure out, well, it needs to be this number based on,
0: I mean, that's a, that's a problem we've talked about in, before the transgender thing even become a topic, that's a problem we've talked about in men's professional sports. I mean, it's it kind of can be just an arbitrary number, right? Yeah. Like, we've talked about it. I can use the shit out of PEDs and still test in a normal range.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know my doctor's done it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I could go compete drug tested all day long and be just pumped full of fucking gear.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> and because my natural levels are that low... Just, just ain't that like, fucking big of a deal, right. you, know I'm saying? You, know, you know what I'm saying? So like, I do feel like that's the problem in general is it's just kind of an, you know, it's just an arbitrary fucking thing. And it might be a number that doesn't change. It might be a hard number, but they just fucking threw that number out there, but they don't take into account that
2: some people have, yeah, I have naturally
0: low testosterone, but I'm also, you know, six foot three and 250 plus pounds. Mm-hmm. and Even if I didn't lift weights, I'd probably be a naturally strong human being. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. like, uh so i mean that goes to show you too though that that hormones physiologically you know from a from a physiological standpoint aren't everything mm-hmm. don't determine everything about
2: strength levels and-
0: mer- or manhood or womanhood um, that's not the end-all be-all right you know? i mean I've, yeah. I've had you know we've talked about i started t- a trt because i had a medical need for it um probably onset by the fact that i had a eating disorder through puberty mm. uh my body basically never produced enough per, uh, testosterone well if you look at it from that point point of view like i mean if it, if hormones was the only thing how did i get to be who i am <laughs> you, right. know, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. if that was the only factor like well, i'm still very much a male right by having had low testosterone yeah. you know what i mean like the hairiest sum of a bitch you've ever seen before in your life. I mean,
2: like, I maybe know. next to you. Me and Wes <laughs> are pretty. Hairy.
0: Y'all are pretty good. Hairy people. Um, We're also
2: Italians, so uh, I mean, that yeah.
0: yeah, is it is what it is. But I mean, I don't know, man. I you know I do. I do think there's more more of the factors into this. Um, that being said, you know I went on this rant last time. Social media is making this look like a more common issue than it is. Mm-hmm. This is not something that's happening at every powerlifting meet in America every single weekend. This is very, very, very finite numbers of occurrences and very, very finite numbers of people. And because it's a fucking story, it's fucking clickbait. Mm-hmm. People are these people are getting pissed off and they're whining to somebody in some news organization and of course the story's gonna get picked up because People get up in arms about it, whether you're for it or against it. Somebody's bitching about it. You're going to read the article whether you're for it or against it. It's going to give you something to bitch and moan about whether you want them to lift or don't want them to lift.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But people really do fail to realize it's always every noise organization. If you look at the New York Post, which is conservative, um, I don't know if Fox carried it or not. I'm sure like local Fox networks probably did, right? But like, even if you look at doesn't matter if it's a conservative or a liberal news organization; like it's still the same fucking clickbait.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: the truth, and they're still trying to perpetuate this issue. Conservatives want you to want you to think that's happening every weekend because they want you to be up in arms about it, and they want you to be scared for your daughter that she's going to go get beat by a biologically born male.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's not. The fact of the matter is, it's not fucking happening everywhere. Yeah. So what I have resolved to since we started this conversation is. Um, it really just doesn't fucking make a difference to me because it's such a small, finite number of people at this point. Yeah, Is it bullshit? Sure. But it's only a bullshit half a percent of the time. Right. You know what I mean? Until there's men showing up every weekend to compete against my girls and my wife and, and, and everybody else, the fact of the matter is it's not.
2: I guess. In, it's in, so
0: finite, man. It's so finite.
2: It, it, it is, but I guess what you what what I think about is how long is it going to be finite? How long is it going to be before it becomes every man is like, oh, I can, I don't even have to lift, and I can go out and compete against these girls, right? Like, or I barely have to lift, or you know, these people are like, oh, I can go out there and set all these records, like, you know what I mean? Like, how long before we get to that point? And then what do we do
0: about it? I think it? honestly, what's gonna what it's gonna take is, it, I think it's gonna have to take. A sport other than powerlifting suffering yeah this. and it can't be swimming either obviously like ever you know the leah thomas thing was a huge deal mm-hmm. right? like it was a huge deal but again it was basically just fucking clickbait like mm-hmm. nobody's you know i'm sure that they're uh it's a niche sport like powerlifting is i'm sure that the people that enjoy watching competitive swimming probably really enjoy it but let's be honest if it's never you're never going to see it prime time unless it's the olympics mm-hmm. you're never going to see it prime time on espn right it's always going to be baseball, basketball, football. So basically, Period. the only thing. What th- I'm saying is, it, what it's going to take is it's going to take.
2: The WNBA.
0: It's going to take a, a man retiring from the NBA, transitioning and going and compete in the WNBA and rubbing somebody's fucking face in it before everybody sits back and goes, wow, this, this fucking sucks. Yeah. It's not going to. Nothing's going to change as long as it's just happening in powerlifting and swimming and, sh- and fringe sports. Right.
3: You know? When you know, you know
0: somebody, some monster of a running back. If Derrick Henry decides, you know, uh, you know he's done with the NFL and wants to com- go compete in the lingerie football league as a woman, <laughs> uh, and you know he he ends up physically harming other women on on the football field. That's what it would take. It would take yeah. something like that, right? And that's probably not a stretch because you know you can't can't take you can take the Tuscaloosa out of the, uh, you know you take the boy out of Tuscaloosa, <laughs> but you can't take the Tuscaloosa out of the boy. So yeah. <laughs> it, is, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but in all seriousness, it's going to take somebody just in, in incredibly talented retiring due to injury or whatever it may be and deciding that they want to get back in it and transitioning mm-hmm. just to do it. And they're, they're going to have to see women be physically fucking harmed over yeah. um, it. Fight, fighting sports, I don't think – the UFC is a very, very, very conservative organization. I don't think Dana White's ever going to let somebody – that was a naturally born man compete against a female. Yeah. But there are other fighting organizations too. And also, because this is on everybody's mind and everybody's, uh, and you know, on the, everybody's got an opinion about it. It's on the tips of everybody's tongues. One of these smaller fight organizations might actually make themselves a lot of money by saying, Yeah, we'll do Here's that. this retired UFC fighter that now identifies as a woman. Mm-hmm. Let's put him in a sports bra and let's, you know, trot him yeah. out there to go fight one of our... One of our best girls. It's gonna take. It's gonna take some something extreme like that for people to be to wake up and be like, oh, oh fuck, this. Is, yeah,
2: this is messed up. This like, is extremely fucking serious. Yeah. It probably. I feel like it would definitely. It definitely would take contact sports, right? It would. Because, it would
0: take football. fighting football, basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It would take one of those three. Right. Absolutely. Um. It might not matter as much in women's basketball as I think it does because we talked about how much truer of a form of basketball the WNBA is anyway mm-hmm. They're They're really – they set up offensive and, de- and defense is better. It's a better team sport than men's basketball is. So maybe it wouldn't matter so much. That could equalize the ta- the raw talent of a single individual. But uh, but I think it would you – yeah. Know, you know, I think it would take something extreme like that. I mean, you know, Mike Trout defi- decides he wants to transition and go play, you know, Olympic softball with women. Yeah, well, that's Olympic softball a thing. Is it not? Uh, I know that they have international teams. It might not be in the Olympics. I don't know. I it's never probably not the Olympics, it, but... but you know there is international teams. Yeah. Let me go pro- play professional women's softball. You know they say a fast pitch softball is harder to hit than a than a you know, than a professional uh, thrown baseball, and that may be true. Doesn't change the fact that the ball is bigger. Mike Trout's the best hitter on the planet, and the bases are. 60 foot apart instead of 90 foot apart. And oh, by the way, the outfield wall is a lot closer than it is in Major League Baseball. <laughs> so, you know, the guys, the guys hitting pop, you know, basically hitting pop flies and still hitting knocking them out of the park because right. the shit's smaller.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just smaller. Yeah. You know, so maybe he doesn't hit it as often, but they're still leaving the fucking park when it, when it happens. <laughs> you, know, you know what right. I mean? Like, but it's going to take something like something to where, where the difference and, and, uh, physical stature is overwhelming and, and obvious
2: right i guess there's a lot i don't know i guess because there's so many different weight classes in powerlifting that it is kind of easier to like look over it and be like oh well they're the same weight. or they're you know stuff like that that maybe people don't look at but i think i don't know when i think about it i think of like heather connor and like jessica batner these <clears throat> well jessica batner's not small but the heather connor like being like a tiny I,
0: I did come up with a solution um to this potentially if they're going to pe- continue to compete in powerlifting continue to be as women in powerlifting where women get a benefit on their dots or wilks for being a woman if you are a born man competing as a woman and you're as a female now you should no longer get that credit you should have to put in your dot score as a man should be the dots that's entered into your into your competitive field for women and
2: that that works for total, I guess. Like well, that works for, for literature of the, the day, 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 yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't
0: protect the weight class.
2: It doesn't protect the weight class. It doesn't protect the state records. The national records. It. There's still all that. That's at stake, basically. For that's a pretty fucking living. easy
0: compromise, though.
2: It takes them, I guess you, it know, a, 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 you know, you know,
0: on professional level meets, it takes them out of the money.
2: Yeah, that is true.
0: Like you get to compete as a female, but you have to retain your your male dot score.
2: Yeah, or or at least have it changed because you are taking female hormones. So maybe there's there's some sort of maybe it's a there. new maybe
0: there's a new factor put into the dots to con, you know right. contribute to that. But you know, I know that you know one side of the aisle is going to whine that they should be getting credit for that, and not mm-hmm. credit taken away from that. Right. But I think the most fair thing is that they get credit taken away from their dot scores based on the fact that they you know spent half their life training as
2: a man yeah I, i'm just gonna read a couple of the comments because we we posted on our page about the last episode and just just to kind of like a little bit of audience engagement i guess to let them know that we do read their comments um but in regards to this uh, i don't know if they want me to say their usernames but i'm going to say their usernames anyway yeah the
0: usernames are better than their full name probably yeah.
2: So Amber's case said, uh, no, they need three groups, men, women, and others. Man's body's built differently. Even if you identify as a woman, it's still different. Uh, same as a woman who identifies as a man, which I think we talked about that last time. You're That's not seeing a, a lot of
0: disadvantage
2: for women, um, for a male to woman uh, transition. But men aren't real worried about a female to male transition at all because.
0: It's not they're going to get beat
2: period M- probably i mean other than like inexperienced lifters maybe some you know.
0: extreme extremely white lightweight classes we're talking about 123
2: 132 yeah but women but, uh,
0: are typically stronger in those weight classes Yeah,
2: but other but. but like in a general sense i don't think men are as worried about that so this is i mean it is it is a fair point to say that but just just in fairness though that men aren't aren't super worried about it
0: i don't think so no absolutely not
2: um Uh, someone, well, I'm not going to read that one. Actually, I'm going to skip down. Um, Darth Morgan had a very
0: long rant, but essentially said it's unfair. Uh, she strained her old life as a woman to do these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sucks I, to see somebody go in there and take it from her. Basically.
2: Yeah. Added power lifting to, I, it was to advance her, uh, status in the army. Right. Yeah.
0: But basically to, she started power to improve her ACFT, uh, ACFT score. Yeah. Um, which is their new physical fitness test that does have it has a ball throw, has a trap bar deadlift, has a dummy drag. It's a little bit more weightlifting oriented than your standard. We're gonna run two miles, we're gonna do push ups, we're gonna do sit ups. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a, a more athletic test, to be honest with you.
2: Bro. Yeah. Um. Tam five eight nine nine. My input: Women's sports are about to no, to not exist if this continues to be allowed. proven poor or not, they're now stands. A new woman's record, not set by a woman. Which, I mean, I think we we kind of, that was specifically at um, I forget his name,
0: Ravi Silverberg, competing Abby as Silver, a
2: woman, yeah, so. to prove a
0: point. But that his record is legal. If Canada, had, if Canada's government, who supports all this shit and uh, is honestly tyrannical when it comes to their level of socialism, um, if they really want to put their money where their mouth is, they will protect his record. Yeah, if it goes far enough for it to be, you know.
2: At least nationally rec- recognized. Yeah.
0: I mean, if it goes if it goes so far that it goes to court, by their own standard and by their own admission, they should let his record stand yeah. in the female category. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, why are you standing up for these people?
2: Right. Otherwise, it's really hypocritical. Because, you know, it's right? not just
0: trans people that you're supposed to be protecting. It's also, you know, pansexual people, non-binary people and stuff like that. Um Gender fluid people who identifies different things every day. There's no, no guarantee that Abby doesn't just come out and say, "Hey, I'm gender fluid. Yeah. Identifies different things depending on how I feel." Yeah. In which case, what does the Canadian government do? They're going to really take that record away from him,
2: right? Probably Be pretty not. fucking hypocritical. Yeah.
0: Give it back. Give it back to the naturally born man that he beat.
3: You're
2: right. To
0: take the women's record. Pretty fucking slippery slope if you're Canada, to be honest with you. Yeah. I by think... the way, fuck that government. <laughs> fuck Canada. <laughs> Not uh, the Canadians, but fuck Canada. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've met a few Canadians that were really cool. Yeah, I'm sure uh, they're great.
0: I'm sure it's great people, and I'm sure that they're incredibly fed up with it.
2: Yeah, it's, that's probably true. I mean, look
0: at all the fucking, you know, all the, uh, you know, the trucker protests and shit in Canada mm-hmm. and everything. That's fucking fucking proof that the majority of the people in that fucking country hate this shit.
2: <laughs> right.
0: So... It just is what it is. Fuck Canada, the government.
2: <laughs> the government. How about just fuck the government?
0: Yeah, at, at large, <laughs> just I mean, in general. Like, here's—I'm going to go back to this, man. I'm—I'm I'm really not a bigot. I think these people have a place in powerlifting. Mm-hmm. I want them to have a place in powerlifting. I—I w- I don't want any human being to come to me in any situation and not feel like whatever I'm doing as a professional uh, makes them feel like they're not at home. I—I right. told you I would hundred percent coach one of these people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I would support them in any way, shape or fashion. Um, that's really, really, really not an issue, but I really do think that a lot of the problem is we've gotten so far away from what majority, the majority in a democratic nation wants versus what very, very small. When I say minorities, we're not talking about racial minorities. We're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, sexual, religious those type of minorities, we've we've shifted to what the most tiny, tiny minorities want the most, and the very that's a, that's a, literally the opposite of democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, majority is supposed to rule. Um, it is what it is. Um, those people should feel safe. They should have a place. Um, I want them to have a place. They deserve rights. Um, but the fact of the matter is. There's not enough of them for them to be getting to make these calls.
2: Right. That makes Spirit. sense. That's, that's, I there's think not that's enough fair.
0: of them to make these calls. Right. Should they have rights? Should they be protected? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. But
3: the majority is suffering because of the minority. Now mm-hmm. that's, that's a, that's a shame. Right? Yeah. It's a shame. right? I I don't know. It's it's
0: crazy. It's just crazy to me that uh, um so few opinions can matter so so much. Yeah, because you really are talking about less than one percent of the population that are experiencing this living through it.
2: Right, and and like Um, I just went through and read off, and that was just a few comments. We we didn't get a ton of comments, but all those were from women who were
0: upset about. None of these are men coming out and saying saying something bigoted and saying some stupid shit mm -hmm. about how much they hate. This community or anything like that. Um, it was all women. None of them, which none of which said that they were upset about these people being trans. None of them said they, were they don't deserve routes. None of them said that they're subhuman. None of them made any bigoted comments whatsoever.
2: None of them even said that they didn't deserve to be in powerlifting. Like
0: they just said they didn't deserve to be in women's powerlifting.
2: Exactly, and that goes. That I think that all goes back to having three classes when it comes to that's, gender. Identity. The
0: problem with that is it's just never going to happen that way mm-hmm. because that's not what those people want. Yeah. And there's they all legitimately believe that they should get to compete as a natural uh, with natural born women.
2: And that's also like something you said before. I think it was last episode. There's just not enough of them to be a there, third class.
0: There's not yeah, exactly. There why, why even fucking have it yeah. because there's there's not enough of them, right? But also, I think what you're actually People hide, by, hide this issue behind social justice because you. I want these people to have rights and everything mm-hmm. too, but they hide this issue behind social justice because oh, it's a trans woman just wanting to be a woman and get to compete in women's things. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. You're talking about what you're talking about a male ego that is not dead in that person yet. You're That's literally fair. talking about a male. Uh, you're literally just talking about a man that will just wants to go fucking win at something for the first time in his life. You're talking about somebody that like, whether or not they actually want to be a woman is beside the fact that is, they have not killed their male ego. That's what that really is. You're, you know, if you're a trans woman, you have transitioned from male to female and you want to go compete as a woman and you really think that's where you should be. That's because your male ego has not fucking died. You think you have, you know, you have a competitive advantage and you know, you can go set records period. Yep. You talk about toxic masculinity. That's pretty <laughs> goddamn toxic. That's fair. When you're willing to, when you're willing to literally swap teams so you can go win at something like, come on. Like, fuck. Like, I'm cool. With, if you want to be a woman, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to disrespect you. I, you know, everybody can be whatever they want to be.
2: Um, like a, cow or a dinosaur.
0: Like a coward dinosaur. But, uh, anybody can be anything they want to be. But, if you're really gonna go get in, go participate in competitively in women's sports, that's because your male ego isn't fucking dead yet. Yeah, maybe you should have that fucking e e dose. <laughs> Honestly, like you know, that's uh, I, I don't. I oh, will not change my mind about that.
2: I mean, that's, that's I, I, I had never thought about it that way, but that makes a ton Listen, of sense. Listen, man,
0: I'm in, I'm in powerlifting. One of the reasons I'm in powerlifting, from the same, same exact token, I was not an athlete in school. Um, by education and by experience, I'm a musician through and through. I've never – I can't dribble a basketball. I'm actually pretty good at football. Can't dribble a fucking basketball. Um, I have no fucking baseball skills. I've never been on a soccer field before in my fucking life. Like – the only sport I've ever cared about or had any interest in was football and some combat sports. I'm not a fucking athlete, but there is inherently a male need to be physically competitive with other people. Um, it is an instinctual thing to want to go be good at something, go, go be strong at something physical. And uh, powerlifting gave me that, and that's why I'm in, in powerlifting. I am in powerlifting to say that I am stronger than you. And that is not to my detriment. That is because it fucking helps me mentally. It helps me feel like I've accomplished something in my life. It keeps me fucking relevant. And that's a really, really important thing. So that's how I know
1: <laughs>
0: for a fact that they're, they're grasping at straws, trying to find a new way to be relevant. Mm. These are probably men with sub 1,200 pound totals that want to go be fucking
3: relevant or something. Yeah. Period. I told you, like, uh, we talked about last week.
0: We have two men in the room that total 1,500 plus pounds. It is, you total way more than that now. But 1,500 for a man is painfully fucking average. Mm -hmm. We couldn't come up with more than a half dozen women that total 1,500 pounds. Last week when we discussed this. Yeah. Which is a fucking incredible feat for women, and every one of those women deserve it, and they're fucking awesome. But, like, you're talking about a major discrepancy in strength. There are men, two men on this planet now, that total 2,500 plus pounds raw. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: (laughs)
0: Like, you're, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's just, it it is apples to oranges, man. Like... A thousand pound total as a female is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. A twelve hundred pound total as a female is a really fucking big deal. Um, anything from twelve hundred to fifteen is like you're competing on international stages. Period. Right. And this is probably regardless of your weight class. So like, the thought that somebody a very painfully average male, even after hormone therapy, so if you total fifteen hundred pounds and if you take a three hundred pound hit, if you only total twelve, you're still an elite female competitor.
3: Mm-hmm. A very average man to a, an
0: elite female competitor. It's not the fucking same. Yep. It's not.
2: I don't. I don't. I don't have anything to add. I think. I mean, that's <laughs> like, just like. Listen, that's... I'm
0: weak as fuck right now. I am. I have started TRT back, so I feel a little bit better. I can go total 1,200 pounds with a fucking flu. Mm-hmm. Any day of the week. I can be completely fucking untrained. I can go twelve a total p- 1200 pounds with the flu. You think, and like, I have a very average power lifter. You think about
2: <laughs> that, this though, that like that's five, four and three. Yeah. Right? yeah like absolutely. that's a 500 deadlift, 400 squat, 300 bench. That's relatively easy for the both of us to just walk up and just be like, those, I'm are, not, those, those are, are like, you know,
0: 10, 15 rep maxes. Yeah. Like I'm doing all you're no numbers. longer an average power lifter, but like, yeah, that's, I'm an average powerlifter And those are numbers I can do for fucking 10 to 15 reps. Yeah.
2: It's just average. Like, like it's, it's, it's rep work. It's, it's hypertrophy. Work. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like it's not going out there and competing in an RP 11. Like, I don't know. I'll say it again. You know, if somebody wants to come to me and they want to be trained, I will fucking train them. Uh, like, just like with the bench press arch, just like with sumo, if you come to me as a client, we'll take it. We'll take advantage of whatever rules are there in the short term. But you, what you won't do is you will not compete against your female teammates. You mm-hmm. will never compete. As long as I'm your coach, you will never compete against a teammate. Um, at least in your weight class, mm-hmm. you're never going to fucking do it. And you will compete non-tested. Those are my. I mean, those are my two. I will, with a smile on my face, treat them no different good as gold, take them under my, uh, my wing, be their friend, whatever they, whatever they need, but they will not compete against their team, female teammates, period.
2: One, one thing I, I, I would ask, and it's just kind of like more of my own curiosity, you said uh, not in the same weight class, but what if that transgender person got first lifter of the day, but your other girl got second lifter of the
0: day? I mean, that would, that would probably piss me off. You know, like we might have. You know, that's a good point. And having that conversation, we might have that conversation going into it, and be like, "Listen, if you beat this person out, you need to at least fucking buy him a beer, buy him dinner, do something fucking for him." And I can be very, I would be very, very candid about that.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't think it's necessarily right at that point to take it away from him because it's the rules. It's not the person that's bullshit. That's the big deal about all this. Mm -hmm. It's not the transgendered person that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah, I don't. We don't have an issue. What's bullshit is the rules. Yep. And honestly, at that at this point, honestly, if the mo- as much of a mockery as we can make of bullshit rules, the more likely those rules are to change. Yeah. So, like, if somebody wanted to come train with me, we would go make a mockery of their bullshit rules. Yeah. Period. If Austin Blair, he'd be the funniest one to do it. If Austin Blair came with me tomorrow, he'd be like, hey, let's go set some female records. Baby, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. You know, he has said that before. We will. We will. Yeah, he has joked about that often. But uh, but if, uh, a real transgender, if they came to me, we will take advantage of any rules that's mm-hmm. in place. Um, but you're not going to shit on your teammates' head, yeah. that's for sure. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Um, they are welcome and open to come train with me. I will take very, very good care of them. But, again, it's not the person that's bullshit. It's the rules that's bullshit. Yep. I ain't got an issue with the person be whatever you want to be. And I I believe that I'm not going to take, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to take anything away from you. Um, you're not going to be belittled. You're going to have a safe place with me if, if you're one of these people and you want to train in powerlifting mm-hmm. and we will take advantage of whatever rules that are in place for the time being. But just know my honest to God opinion about it is you're not the problem, but the rules are a fucking problem. Yeah. Period.
2: I think that's what most people have settled on. Honestly, is that it's, it's nobody has issues with these people competing. Yeah, I, I have like, heard
0: very little. You can probably find some, but yeah. I've heard very little bigoted remarks about actual transgender people. Yeah, most people are just like they need their own class. They need to be in non-tested divisions. They need to be. They have opinions similar to ours and similar to the girls that responded. Mm-hmm. Like um, nobody has said these people don't have rights. These people don't deserve to be in powerlifting. These people. Powerlifting community is better than that, man. Yeah. Ain't nobody think nobody wants these people out of powerlifting. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think you know what I mean. I, I don't. I don't want them out of powerlifting. I just think there's got to be a better way than what's what's happening yeah.
2: now. I, th- I think ninety percent of powerlifting community is pretty pretty open and welcoming to anybody that wants to compete because that's just kind of it's just kind of the mentality of powerlifting. There's like a bunch of people got together and like. Just wanted to get strong and make it Yeah, big I mean, lifts. I've been a power powerlifters
0: from very, very different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Tim Andrews is a fucking accountant, dog.
2: Yep.
0: He don't look like me. He's buttoned up, professional
1: clean dude, shaven. clean
0: shaven. Like he don't fucking look like me. Yep. Nope. Me and Austin look like fucking hood rats. We're covered in tattoos. We're big dudes. We we look like we're powerlifters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I got girls that are in the army. I've got girls in their 60s. I got men in their 60s. I got men in their 50s. All of them do fucking something different for work. I got, you know, he's not one of mine now. He's with Lentini, but Josh Smith is fucking butcher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Covered in tattoos. I got everybody from literally, think about like Alexa Morton, people that work in restaurants to fucking accountants and fucking lawyers doing this shit. Um, Gay, straight in between any number of races, anything that you want to talk about, like powerlifting is a very open and accepting sport. And everybody thinks these people need a place, Mm -hmm. but the rules are a fucking problem. That's the truth. The rules are a problem.
2: Yeah. That's, that's just what it boils down to is just there. And I think, I think what it's going to, what's what it's going to take for powerlifting, not necessarily all of the other sports in the world that, I think I agree with you where it's going to take something physical contact or combat sport of a woman just getting like absolutely destroyed by a man. It's going to take for the rest of the world to see. But for, for powerlifting, I think it's just going to take more of more transgendered people in powerlifting to implement so, a third That's class, the thing, though.
0: There's not enough transgendered people to
2: to constitute a
0: third is class. It, does it happen more often than it used to? Probably but it's also just covered more than it used to be. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. The precedents for Minnesota, the judge in Minnesota having made this ruling against the
3: USAPL was a bill or or
0: a law that passed in like 1993, mm-hmm. a discrimination law.
3: Yep.
0: It's old, this old fucking news. It's just that it's getting jammed major, you know, mainstream media jams it down your fucking throat now. Mhm. I would be willing to bet that there's a pretty large portion of the transgender community that recognizes the fact that, and probably would be willing to talk about the fact that maybe this is a little bit unfair. Shit, the girl that Abby Silverberg beat.
2: Yep. Of her own admission. And her
0: own admission said, maybe it's not that fair for me to compete against women. Mm -hmm. But she said, she doesn't believe that she did women's sports a disservice. She believes that Abby did women's sports a disservice. And he did intentionally to prove a point. But he, by her own admission, it's not fair to her, for her to be there. Right. And then in the very same breath, tries to say that Abby is the one that made a mockery of mm-hmm. women's sports. Well, if you're admitting that it, it's not fair to be there.
2: Right. Then why you're are you there? You're a fucking mockery,
0: too. Yeah. God.
2: Why, why are you there? Why, if you think it's unfair, why are you there? Just so that you're relevant, Like you said, the male ego, right? That's a, yeah, like, we're
0: talking about literally, that's the reason why... That's another reason why, in my opinion, you don't see there's there is nothing in the news about women transitioning to manhood and then competing in sports and it being unfair. Mm -hmm. Probably because they're fucking not because they probably are accepting of the fact that they are at a disadvantage when Mm -hmm. they do that. Also, partially because there is no male, there's no currently, or at least biologically, there is no male ego to destroy there. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: There is a, a refusal to let go of male ego. It is literally the textbook definition of toxic masculinity. And because of the type of people doing it, people will will recognize it as a social justice thing and not uh, men are literally being shitheads and taking advantage of people thing. Because that's what's happening.
2: Honestly. Long story short. Men have big, fragile egos, and they will take advantage of anything they can to get ahead
0: I, old that. news old fucking news <laughs> but that's I mean I think that's where we're at yeah um you know um, we talked about this too, if transgender people are probably less than I would imagine less than one percent, but I bet it's definitely less than five mm-hmm. of the entire community, and there's probably less of them than that that are participating in in power yeah. I bet there's a pretty goddamn big contingency of those people that don't agree with what we're doing either. Yeah. We're talking about a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of people. Yeah. Fighting for this. i mm-hmm. I'm curious. We're w- talking about somebody as an individual that's like 1 in 200 million. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean? like,
2: curious on the numbers if it, if it was possible to find the numbers and like be like there are literally this many people currently competing in powerlifting that are uh, male to female transgender. I wonder. I wonder if you could find that number. Just it's to, probably too fucking finite. It, I it. mean, it'd be hard, right? Because it, I mean, you don't see it all all over the place. But and like, the only way I could even think to find it is to search transgender powerlifter, and then you're probably only going to find the news articles that are covering it. You're not going to actually find the athletes who are like under the radar doing it, right?
0: Well, you know, then you're, I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of bullshit articles, too, if you look up statistics on it, about how X amount of the population want to identify one mm-hmm. way and don't and everything like that. Those right. are fucking bullshit
2: numbers. Uh,
0: that's fucking speculation at fucking best, dude.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At best, that's speculation.
2: Yeah.
0: The actual people that are involved with this, like I said, we're talking about a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. This isn't fucking happening often, mm-hmm. and that's the reason. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm starting to become of the opinion that we're wasting our breath on this. One, because it doesn't happen often enough, and two, because we're we're basically just botting on fucking clickbait. Yeah, I don't know if there's. I really don't know at the heart of the matter. There's much, not much fucking story. I don't think there's much fucking story here. It's fucking egregious, and it feels bad, and everything like that. And and you look at it that way, but it's happening on such a fucking small scale that I feel like we're just getting mad about nothing. Both sides. Yeah. think you're getting fucking mad about nothing. If the exa- rules are there to accommodate you in this situation, I guess good for you. You know what I mean? But you're such a small m- amount of the population that you're probably, let's be honest, you're probably not going to nationals. You're probably not comp- competing internationally. doesn't fucking matter anyway. Some girls locally are going to be upset, and they probably have every right to be upset. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure we should be wasting any more breath on this. I think that's fair. I Because mean, mm-hmm. uh, the fact of the matter is it's not going to change until somebody's, somebody's feelings get hurt on a national televised fucking level. Yeah. Like I said, something's going to have to happen in combat sports, football, basketball, before any of this changes. Yeah. Period.
2: I think I can agree with that.
0: Not saying you know the conversation is always fun stuff like that, but but honestly, uh, it's just not worth being mad about, and it doesn't happen often enough, especially here in the state of Alabama.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're below the Mason Dixon line. You're talking about a percent of a percent of a percent of a percent. Uh you're talking about way on fucking down the line. It'd be one in a million, one in fucking twenty million probably to even see one of these people. in a fucking powerlifting meet.
2: Yeah, if you're if, <clears throat> if you're thinking about you know the like you said, the Mesa Dixie line, you're probably, they're probably traveling to compete if they're competing. And at that point, why are you traveling to Alabama to compete? Why are you driving? They
0: probably fucking are
2: Yeah, exactly. They're not going to come all the way down here. They're going to compete at something local. And they're most pro- likely, and they're probably, there's probably just any, and I don't, I, I can't say that I know any transgender people personally, but I, any like, like, a gay person that I know, they don't give a shit about powerlifting.
0: (laughs) No, fuck no. I mean, you know, one of of my best friends is gay, and I'm sure he'd probably be very upset about some of my opinions on this podcast because he's he's very liberally, liberally minded. But that's fine. He literally thinks that... That, that powerlifting is a sport for pa- fat people, and you cannot convince you can cannot convince him that there is a weight class less than super heavyweight. He, he is <laughs> it is not possible to convince this man that hundred and thirty two pound male powerlifters exist. <laughs> like it's not possible. He is a hundred percent hell bent on powerlifters are fat. That's a sport for fat people. Like that's his view of it.
2: I, I would and, just point at a few people like uh, Russwell was built yeah. like a brick shit house. Uh, fucking Dan, Dan Griggs, man, who's Griegsby. a heavy
0: guy and still built he's, well. He's Larry Wills was a fucking three oh eight at one time and sub ten percent body fat. Mm-hmm. I mean but I mean we I mean, you can point it out all you want to, but that is his perception <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? He's aware, it's been pointed out to him. <laughs> you know, my up. my wife who's very fit, I'm like, Well well, Trent Sandy's a power lifter. Mm. Still a sport for fat people. It's the only way he fucking perceives it. You know what I mean? Right. But that's it. So I mean <laughs> It is. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I guess that is probably
2: the general population's view of powerlifting, right? Because yeah, I mean, they,
0: everybody still has everybody still has uh, the bigger, faster, stronger powerlifting yeah. in them. You know what I mean? Westside barbell, everything's fucking multi They're gonna put on some dumb balloony suit and bench press something that's not possible for a human being mm-hmm. to bench press because they have more assistance than they do muscle. <laughs> oh, well, uh, oh. 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 <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Shit do not multiply now. Yeah, this one is. I was but everybody say. has that. Uh, everybody has that. I think everybody outside of powerlifting has that view of. It. Yeah. And it's perpetuated by the fact that Westside was the first powerlifting gym to start teaching powerlifting to the masses, and mm-hmm. that was Mark Bell and Louis Simmons mm-hmm. taught it to CrossFit gyms.
2: Yep.
0: Taught conjugate to CrossFit gyms. That's how it's you know was developed. You know. So I'm sure that perpetuated that fact.
2: And by his um, own admission, and you know. Mark Bell was a fat guy.
0: Yeah, I mean he was. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it was not anymore. Not anymore. By he's, no means. He's fat. absolutely ripped now. But but, uh, but yeah, I mean you're seeing. You know, people have their own perceptions of powerlifting, and it is what it is. And I just I just don't think powerlift powerlifting is not big enough of a sport to change this conversation. Yeah. Period. Let so me tell you again: it's going to have to happen.
3: Some, in some on some national level sport.
0: Yeah. yeah. Period. I don't think it can happen in soccer. I think competition is too even. Mm. I think and it's kind of like basketball in a, in a sense that I think women are a little bit better at setting up offenses and defenses. And it may be a little pure version of the sport. I don't know that one individual is going to make that big of a difference on a soccer field.
2: It's also a non-contact sport. so
0: Yeah, I mean, they, I they'll that's... try to tell you it's contact. But, you know, they, they come within five foot of each other and they're like flying back yeah, flopping. That's the biggest. <laughs> soccer is the, the single worst fucking thing on the planet. And, like, Sorry. everybody that fucking likes that so- shit. all every- fucking weak. The Sorry to every sucks. European listener ever. You know, fucking soccer. <laughs> and it's soccer. It did. The name it did soccer.
2: originate from a version of soccer. I can't remember the actual name, but it was something close to soccer that we in America adopted as soccer. And then they changed it to football. So you don't even
0: know the name of your own fucking sport. <laughs> soccer.
2: I've said that before on the podcast. I Because I learned that, and I was like, that's really fascinating. More like
0: sucker. <laughs> it is what it is. But, I mean, I don't think you're going to see it. I think ba- maybe basketball, with it being you know only five people, in the, mm-hmm. ten people total on the court at a time, maybe it would it would be that way. But I think it would probably take... I mean, I would I would still include basketball, but I think it's going to take you know football, con- uh, a, a combat sport, or or basketball.
2: I think at that point, if, if that's what we're basing it on, I don't think there's any you know women's football league that is big enough to make an impact. Like,
0: well, no, there's not. I mean, there's the LFL, um, but I mean, people, have, watch, people watch it for TNA; they don't right. watch it for quality games.
2: It um, have to be. Combat
0: sports; it have to be. Yeah, it's on combat sports to probably change it. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I, th- I think so. You know, thinking about another point about basketball though is is how quickly the men run the court versus. Um,
2: yeah, that is fair.
0: Uh, man, the NBA can be—they—they they transition so fast it's dizzying mm-hmm. to go from one side of the court to the to the other, uh, and, and the pace in which that game is played, passes are made um it's just mind boggling it's it's really cool sport um that could be an issue yeah probably that could that could be something that really fast breaks uh point scored in transition is something that's probably where some, somebody that was formerly a male could probably dominate yeah especially if they were a tall person that's true with some speed under them um rebounds is another thing you get somebody that's you know you have some extremely tall women in the, in, in the WNBA I understand um, some nearly seven foot, but by and large, they're not that tall. You get a man that's six foot nine or better that, has tra- that is transitioning. Talk about a disadvantage in rebounds. Mm-hmm. God almighty. You have a seven foot former man rebounding for you. Offen- yeah. You know, the second chance you'd get offensively on offensive boards and the how quick transitions would happen defensively when you get a defensive board would just be – yeah, you know, I feel like the more I think about that, the deeper that hole gets, to be honest with you.
2: That's fair. Yeah.
0: Especially if there's somebody with some hot. It's it pretty fucking slippery pretty quick. But I don't know. I think I, I do think I will say this. I think this this probably needs to be the last episode about it. Yeah. And it, we had this new story about the USAPL come out. USAPL, USAPL, I think, by and large, most of the most of the powerlifting community thinks they're fuckheads anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And nobody really cares what happens to the USAPL at this point. But uh
2: that's two powerlifting federations people have stopped giving a shit about.
0: Yeah, we're not, I mean, powerlifting at large is not doing itself any fucking favors.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say the sport of powerlifting, it's not the powerlifting, powerlifting organizations.
0: Are not doing us any fucking favors.
2: Oh, well, I guess we well, ran out of video feed.
0: We ran out of video feed, and I think it's about time to wrap it up.
2: No. Um, so for anyone watching, sorry, you get a black screen for the rest of this. Yeah. You get, you get the Spotify experience now. Yep.
0: Yeah. Enjoy <laughs> listening. Uh, dad jokes?
2: I mean, we had a lot already. We had a lot on the front end. We, <laughs> we really we did. We kind like of like blew up in. the front end, but. Yeah. I mean, we could run one. I think we can do run one apiece. I think that'll be. We always got to end it on a dad joke. Uh, end it a little lighthearted. Let's see what we can find. I know I just saw one that I liked on Dad Says Jokes. At Dad says jokes
3: for all your dad joke needs.
0: We'll go to Dad says jokes too. Oh, you know what? Oh. I got that new one. You got a new one? Yeah, that yeah. Um, what's the name of that? I any videos from them.
2: I can't remember, but I know you did. But I'll yeah, go ahead. Mad TV. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so over the weekend, I took my wife to the theater to see a performance oh, that was man. all about puns. It was a play on words. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's mine for the day.
0: Boy, this one's rough. I feel like I'm making fun of my own people to some extent. I'm going to pretend this one just solely applies to the, to the uh, crimson and white side of the state and not the rest of
3: the state. What do you call a virgin in Alabama? I don't know. An orphan. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, we've dropped that bar. Y'all have a good night. Oh) <laughs> uh... <laughs>